0: Today we begin, we continue this sort of initiation into this period in which we go into the, the living out of the Pentecost. First we celebrate all saints, and now today we celebrate all saints specifically of our place, of America. And so to begin this time in which we consider not just what Jesus did at some time in the past, but what he is doing now, how he is reaching us now. We consider the apostles being called by the disciples who are going to become the apostles, being called by Christ. And they're called as fishermen, they're called as fishermen. And why are they called as fishermen? Is it so that Jesus chooses a particularly lowly occupation? Or something like that, you know, that's something that we can sort of feel some, I don't know, sort of folk feeling about? No. He calls them as fishermen because there's a prophecy in the 47th chapter of Ezekiel in which... A river flows out of the temple, the rebuilt temple. And that river starts out as a small trickle and then becomes a little bit wider and a little bit wider until nobody can cross it it without a boat. Then it enters into the sea and the sea becomes a place of living fresh water, not salt water, water that you can drink. And as it goes out to the sea, it creates the conditions for plants which have healing in their leaves, the prophecy says. And it also has fishermen fishing along the side of it who draw in many fish as from the great sea. So when our Lord Jesus Christ goes out, he goes out with the flood of the Holy Spirit accompanying him. And those who are there for the flood of the Holy Spirit Who receive the life-giving power of the Holy Spirit are able to have healing and who are, are able to live in that place where God changes all things and makes it possible for, as our Lord says, human beings to be fished. So that we need only put our net into the water of this place where we dwell. And people will be drawn up. So he's calling the disciples to follow him and to live in his presence. And in his presence the presence of God who comes down among his people, the same way that God came down among his people in the Old Testament, in the tabernacle and in the temple. God comes down among his people, and if we dwell in that presence, then we have this space in which all can be drawn into God. We are in the place where people can be fished. It's not because of great efforts on our part. It's because we dwell in the presence of Christ. Because we hear his call and we are with him. We leave other things and are with him. And, brothers and sisters, while that may not mean that we leave our house and we leave our families and etc etc we leave our work. We have to be with him at all times in prayer. The descent of the Holy Spirit, what is the descent of the Holy Spirit for? Is it to make impressive show? Is it to absolutely devastate the the disdain somebody feels for the gospel? No! The descent of the Holy Spirit comes to the apostles to give them prayer. Because prayer, brothers and sisters, is the presence of God. True prayer is the presence of God. You know, we can say many prayers, and we should say the same prayers over and over again. But we say those prayers in order to set ourselves apart and to be in the presence of God, who, even as some of the prayers say, prays in us. And when Christ is praying in us and giving us peace and love and joy, that will draw people into the net of God's salvation. Brothers and sisters, first and foremost is love and joy and peace that draws people into the net Love, which is devoted completely and utterly to God, which will follow him to any place he calls us. Joy, which is to see life. To know the hope of life for ourselves and all around us. Even when they don't understand it, when they don't know it even when we sometimes feel down and we don't know it, to know the joy that God will give us life. And the apostles have some sense of this. They can't, certainly at this point in, this, in the story of the Gospels, they can't understand it. And they don't understand it. Christ has to come to them after the resurrection and breathe on them and first scare them and then breathe on them scare them and then give them peace and then breathe on them before they fully understand it and even then the holy spirit has to work on them again and again and again before they can figure out all the details of how they're supposed to act as church before they figure out you know what to do about baptism they're supposed to baptize why are they baptizing what do they do what what does it mean So, we have to have that sense, even if it's difficult for us to have that sense of joy in the life that God gives us. And we have to have peace, which is quiet and stillness in our hearts. And it's hard because there's always some agitation. At all places, at all times, we we can always have agitation. We can be agitated because we're children, who are working on something and uh, feel burdened by their parents' expectations. We can be agitated because we're parents and we're running around. We can be agitated even in church because the liturgy should be this way or that way. And when we're agitated that way, when we're agitated that way, we miss the liturgy. We miss... The presence of God. We miss God praying in us. So we have to have God Himself present to us and praying in us. The Holy Spirit Himself praying in us, pointing to us, pointing us to Christ at all times, showing us His power and allowing us to work in His power by the Holy Spirit. So, today we celebrate the Saints of America, which means that, brothers and sisters, that we are here able to achieve this. God is not limited by one place. The only place that he is limited to is the place and the space of our dedication to him. If we don't dedicate ourselves to him, we won't see him. We won't find the place. But if we are dedicated to him, then we see this flood of grace of joy, of life, of love, of beauty, of peace. And this is what these saints knew, despite the hardship. St. Herman, who was a monk with no clergy around him for much of the time that he was in America, all by himself, hated by the governmental authorities that were there, sort of, Uh, sort of wild, uh, the Russian, not wild west, but wild east authorities who didn't like that he and the other monks had, had protected the natives from the worst aspects of their exploitation. But he was at peace He lived at peace with the the animals. He made peace with even the terrifying weather and stopped. One of his miracles was that he stopped, actually just using the icon of the mother of God, I think, uh, he stopped a uh, tsunami or whatever, some (laughs) storm coming in. And his whole guiding principle as he was in in Alaska was to love God with all your heart and soul and mind. Very simple, very basic. It's the fundamental basis of the law is to love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind. And you have St. Innocent who had to travel Miles and miles on a kayak, rubbed down with as, as they did with, with grease, for m- traveling miles and miles. But he was not concerned with, you know, the feat of doing this. What he was concerned with was bearing the grace of God to all peoples, because he loved God and he found joy in God and peace in God. And Again, he had to do it when he was, after his wife died, and he was sent back almost immediately to the same place. Mourning. Yet he still manifested the love and the joy and the peace of God. They sent him back as a bishop. Or you have the martyrs like St. Peter and St. Juvenali, who confessed Christ in peace. St. Juvenali confessed Christ even when he was confronted by some natives who had some, some fear of him and confronted him. He could have shot at, with a gun at them, but he didn't, of course, Being a proper clergyman, he didn't use a gun that way. And he was martyred. And St. Peter the Aleut, confessing the Orthodox faith under torture because of the love of God, the joy in Christ, and the joy in the Spirit, and the peace which God brings to all situations, even difficult ones. And there are many other saints, and there are still saints that they're going to most likely officially recognize. Like uh, Mother Olga of Quethlouk, Mother Olga Nikolai of Quethlouk, who is known to have worked miracles. Yet all she was was just a, a humble woman who married a man who was a priest. They died very young. And she just took care of her family in a way w- which was very loving and very peaceful, filled with the grace of God because of her love of God and her joy and her Peace. She was able to do great wonders and still is able to do great wonders. So it can happen here because this is not just some place that we see with our eyes. This is the place where Christ is present. Christ is in our midst and will has been And will, is, and will always be in our midst to give us life. And we can always feel joy in his presence. And always love him and see the love that he gives to us. And can always have peace. And this is what makes the church to be filled with saints. Saints. It's not, you know, although they did fasting, why do they do fasting? It's for love of God, for hope, for peace, for joy. Why do we go to long church services? Not because we show off or because it's great to have long church services, but for love and peace and joy. Why do we read the scriptures? Not just to so we can pull out a scriptural verse and hit somebody on the head with it, but for love and joy and peace, which is the presence of the Holy Spirit making us alive, filling us with his living water that lifts us up, not just now, but at all times in our lives as we go out with prayer in the presence of the Holy Spirit, standing before Christ, so that we don't just have these saints in America, so that we have the holiness that is the sanctity that gives us life and joy and love and peace, so that we can all become saints in Christ. Not so that we have some special status but that we reflect His holiness, His love and joy and the peace that He gives in His presence. And so we may be transformed. We've seen Him crucified with us, suffering our death. And we see Him rising in glory and now the Holy Spirit draws us towards Him and draws us to walk in the light that he gives us. So let us do that and have love, joy, and peace in our Lord Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit drawn toward him. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one true God.